Welcome to I Had to Say It, the podcast where I talk about things that I feel need talking about, and sometimes they're not getting the attention they deserve. And your feelings, they're not under consideration. Hello. We are You Should Have Ghosted. A true crime online dating podcast. I'm Shayna, and I love true crime, wine, and I met my husband online. I'm Liz, and I'm single and exploring online dating. We're ex-co-workers who became best friends through our obsession with true crime podcasts and decided we should make one of our own. You Should Have Ghosted is a podcast that we hope will enlighten people to the dark side of online dating and shine a light on serious issues with accountability in the dating app world. Join us for dark stories and cringy content. See you next Tuesday! The podcast you are about to listen to contains at least one of the following. Strong language, disturbing topics, abusive opinions, generally things that aren't appropriate for little kids or overly sensitive people. So if any of that stuff's going to get your nose out of joint, this is your chance to turn it off. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Hey, everybody, welcome to the first show of the new year. I know the first episode of the new season I actually put as the last portion of the interview with. Ariel from Malice, uh, just a quick last shout out about that, you know, if you haven't listened, I know it's it's not like a real guided interview or anything, it's just basically us chatting, but I think it kind of gives you a good basis of information to know a little something more about both of us, and like I've said before, it was a lot of fun, I really enjoyed it, so uh, for the last time, quick, go give Ariel's show a listen, you'll get hooked, I mean, she's got several seasons worth of stuff there I'm still going through the back catalog myself but it's it's a great show and I really enjoy it and I really appreciated her taking the time out of her day to talk to me so anyway that being said uh, it is the new year it's the new season it's time to get rolling on things and this is going to be another one of the, it's uh, like I said a few episodes ago, uh, just until I get things a little more straightened out in the real world, this is going to be a little shorter, you know, shorter, more abbreviated sessions. And so we are going to take some time out today to talk about a few things, which I don't know why <laughs> this is even a thing that has to be talked about, but it's again it's one of those things i've noticed it's on my mind so it's going to be in your ears and that is this year i mean 2020 was a dumpster fire on so many fronts and such a massive shit show and without getting too into a real divisive thing that would probably need to be a more in-depth conversation Anyone who wants to argue climate change with me has no long-term memory whatsoever because this year is a prime example of don't tell me shit's not changing. When I was a kid, 
even as an, a young adult in my 20s and even into my 30s. There was literally no way in hell we would be having 50 degree weather in December. Regardless, it doesn't matter where you stand. Just objectively, that would have been such a freak case. And I still had a green lawn when Christmas rolled around. Now, for anyone that isn't familiar with the area, I live in northeastern Illinois. It is not a region of the country that is normally known for being particularly temperate during the winter months or well winter if you live in the northern hemisphere of the planet and the thing about it is this year it was and as a side effect or a consequence or however you want to look at it we literally did not receive any snow that stuck to the ground until after Christmas this year and it's kind of an unprecedented thing in and of itself but the real the thing that got under my skin and got me just irked with people again is the fact that it the coincidental timing lines up where the first real solid snow we got in 2020 the excluding the carryover from last winter but the first real snow we got this winter uh, was I was in a position of commuting to a uh, a job I was trying to get, and it was a long drive to begin with from where I live. It was a on the way in. It took me about fifty two minutes to get there. I left the application process just as the first snow started to fall. It wasn't a super heavy snow. It wasn't like whiteout conditions. It wasn't a horrible... It's definitely not the worst snowstorm I've ever driven in. And somehow, apparently, every single person in existence in the state of Illinois that was on the road at that point has never driven in snow before. I What should have taken me maybe an hour and some change to leave that job interview and get back to my house and that's factoring in driving slower and being more cautious still shouldn't have taken more than an hour and a half or so it took me almost three and a half hours to get to my house i i left the application process or the interview process telling my wife i would be home in time for dinner and didn't get home until almost seven o'clock it's 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 completely ridiculous. It's how stupid do you have to be? This happens literally every year. And somehow in the interim of the spring, summer, and fall seasons, all these people forgot that this white shit is going to come falling out of the sky, land on the ground, and make the roads a little more slick. And I understand that there are going to be people out there that it is their first time driving in this shit. But not everybody... In the course of a 40-mile commute, I saw six cars in ditches. And they were nicer cars, more expensive cars, high-end vehicles. Not the car that is generally driven by a first-time or inexperienced driver. I saw two accidents caused by people that were apparently just as fed up with the traffic conditions as I was 
tailgating the people in front of them, not realizing as soon as they hit their brakes they were going to slide into their rear ends. I saw one particular flavor of moron, and I honestly think if out of anyone, this was probably a kid. This was probably a younger person without any real driving experience because they also exhibited the complete lack of any sort of ability to learn from repetition. These patterns were not kicking in. I got behind somebody in a, a rear-wheel drive vehicle. It was a, a truck, and this person apparently could not grasp the concept that literally every time they tried to pull away from a start, because I was behind this person for miles, Sev- through through several stoplights and and situations where not only did this person wind up sliding every time we tried to stop their vehicle, but literally every time we had to start from that position, I even missed a couple light changes because of this. They would floor it and stomp on the gas, and you would see the rear end of the car just kicking sideways every time and then overcompensating to try and straighten back out and fishtailing through the intersection before they started rolling straight again at a whopping like seven miles an hour and as i've said this is the midwest this is it snows every year and granted it came really late this year but we all knew it was coming and everybody apparently forgets that this shit is going to happen every year and the first time it happens, everybody drives stupid. You get the people that are in too much of a hurry to get where they're going. Either they didn't plan ahead, or they didn't know it was going to snow, or they just don't care because they're assholes that are going to cause accidents, that are going to be tailgating and making the situation that much more dangerous. You get the people that drive two miles an hour because they seem to think that's the only way they can deal with it. It is possible to go slightly faster than that. I mean, I don't encourage driving full speed under those conditions. It's unrealistic. It's stupid. That's how you wind up in a ditch. Your reaction times have to be increased. You have to leave space between vehicles. If you're tailgating in the snow, you're a fucking moron. Because unless you have some magic tires or you have some James James Bond shit where you're going to hit the brakes and spikes are going to come out of your wheels and make the car dig into the ground, you're going to skid. It's how it works. Especially if it's a sleety, nasty, wet kind of snow where it's not like the big white fluffy flakes, but it's that wet ice that falls out of the sky and turns the turns the entire roadway into a sheet of just lubed up nastiness you need to allow for space you need to leave a gap between the vehicle and front you should be doing that anyway you should defensive driving is not a bad thing i'm not saying drive slow i'm not saying drive like a grandma but you don't need to be tailgating people good weather bad weather it doesn't matter Riding the guy in front of you whose ass is irresponsible and stupid because you cannot instantly stop a two-ton vehicle. I don't give a shit who you are. I don't care how good of a driver you think you are. The person in front of you slams on their brakes and you're riding their ass, you are going to be in their trunk or up over the back of their vehicle or you you might run somebody over and kill them. And if, you, if you're one of those people that tailgates motorcycles, I hope you die. Seriously, you are a terrible person. 
because they don't have a cage around them. I'm saying this as somebody who is a motorcycle enthusiast myself. I I don't have a bike. I wish to God I did. If anybody's out there that's super well off and wants to do something really nice for some random guy off the internet, I would love a motorcycle at this point. And any kind of cruiser, I, I'm too big and ungainly for a crotch rocket type bike, but hey, you want to donate a cruiser to this situation? I got a buy me a coffee page. You can send me as much money as you want. I'll be more than happy to go pick one up. I actually found a really decent uh, older bike that is in my neighborhood that the guy only wants like two grand for. Just putting that out there. Hey, universe, a little positive feedback. Fantastic. But in all seriousness, I don't care how amazing of a driver you think you are. If you're not adapting to the conditions and the, your environment around you, you're a fucking idiot. You're a piece of shit. You are a self-centered, egotistical jackass, and you need to just rot. It's not that... It's just being inconsiderate and selfish. It's not necessarily that you should say, oh, well, I need to be overly paranoid and cautious, but it's just good sense. And all these people that are out there treating everything like oh well it's an inconvenience to me and oh I need to get this done and oh I need to get that done and I need to be here I need to be there when shit like this happens when that white shit starts falling out of the sky and making everything look pretty and looking like it should be the backdrop for a lifetime movie that's when you need to use your goddamn head that's when you need to drive with some sense not sitting there going oh well everybody else is a moron so I'm going to do my thing that's how you wind up in a ditch years and years ago when I was working in Milwaukee I was driving home to my apartment to go be with my family and I got caught in one of the heavier blizzards of the season it was a really it was a mess I I listened to the radio before I left work to get a update on the traffic and knew to avoid the highway because there was a massive traffic jam from morons running into each other. So I decided to do the smart thing and get on the side roads and I took the frontage roads most of the way from where I was working back to where I was living. And on a normal day, it was about a 40-minute drive. It was a pretty long haul, but it was a straight shot down the highway and it wasn't terrible. So that was my daily commute taking the frontage roads on a normal day bumped it up to a little over an hour just due to stop signs and the fact that the speed limit was 10 miles an hour slower and and but sometimes I would take the frontage roads just to avoid traffic and and I'm never in that much of a rush to get where I'm going that I want to jeopardize my safety or my well-being I want to get where I'm gonna go and still be in condition to appreciate that when I get there so, I get on the frontage roads, and I happen to, in my opinion, I luck out. I managed to get behind a salt truck, and I figure that's going to at least get me through the county to where I'm to the next section of highway where or frontage road where I have to go to get where I'm going. Downside to getting behind a salt truck is it's a salt truck. They don't go that fast when there's particularly when they're on side roads and not not on the highway. I mean, I've gotten behind them on the highway where they're doing 45, and that's not bad. But, you get behind them on a side street, 
we're going to be doing 20, 25 miles an hour. But I wasn't in that much of a hurry. Like I said, I wanted to get where I was going alive. So I'm following the salt truck, and I'm not having too much of an issue driving because I'm on a freshly plowed, salted patch of road 100 yards back from the salt truck. There's a great big orange sign on the back of this truck that says, Stay 100 feet back. So I did. You know why I did that? Because I didn't want to be picking rock salt out of my windshield or out of my hood or out of the grill of my car because it gets thrown out of the back of those trucks pretty damn hard. That's why the sign's there. Not to mention, if they stop and you rear-end them, you're not going to win. You're going to mess up the spreader. You're going to mess up your car. You're not going to damage the truck. Those things are tanks. But it's not going to be a fun process if you happen to hit one of those things. So, I'm driving along, all of a sudden, some jackass, I see headlights in my rear view, and this guy's riding my ass, and flashing his brights, like, I need to hurry up and get right up on the ass of that truck. And I am one of those people, I'm firmly entrenched in the, I don't give a shit about what other people want, so, I just keep driving safely the way I am, and all of a sudden this guy decides he's going to whip around me, and he does. It worked out a little better than I was thinking it was going to. I figured he'd sh- when he went into the unplowed side of the street, he'd just shoot off the road, but he didn't. He got in front of me, and after he got in front of me, I saw this guy is driving a Jaguar. And it was a beautiful car, but it was being driven by an arrogant ass. So he first he gets right up to the back of that salt truck, and I can see the salt bouncing off of his car. And I'm sure he was cussing a fit about that, too. But this genius and captain of industry, I'm sure, and whatever other things he thought about himself, decides to whip around the salt truck, too, and floors it and pulls off and fishtails around the salt truck and goes shooting forward and disappears off into the snow. I mean, visibility was pretty bad. I could see the salt truck in front of me, but I couldn't see much else the highway safety orange truck the it was ridiculous well you fast forward about 15 minutes and i'm still following the salt truck and making decent time not great time but basically doubled my commute but what can you do i was getting there and lo and behold sure as hell nose down in a ditch on the side of the road is this forest green jaguar with a jackass standing on the side of the road waving his arms back and forth trying to get somebody to stop didn't have a hat on didn't have a scarf he had a coat on but i and he had a pair of gloves on so he did not look comfortable or happy and it may not be my proudest moment but i had somewhere to be and i'm a firm believer in karma so i slowed down enough and said you got a cell phone he said, yeah, I already called AAA. And I said, all right. And I drove off. He already called AAA. I didn't need to sit there with him. I wasn't going to pull over and let him sit in my car. He can climb back down the ditch and back into his Jag. Karma's a bitch. You do something stupid. Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. So I guess the point of this general rant is don't be one of those assholes, particularly not if you're dealing with winter seasons, particularly not if you're dealing with snowfall or even that cold freezing rain crap just 
be smart, be careful, be safe. You're nowhere you need to be is that important, that much of a rush, unless you're going to the hospital. Plan your day ahead. Leave extra time to get where you gotta go. Don't be a douche. Don't be an ass. Just use your head. Be safe. Your friends and your family would rather have you show up late than have to go to your funeral. And realistically, if you're not going to do it for your own sake and for your friends and for your family, just stop and try and remember, you being a jackass could cost somebody else their life. So be safe. Pull your head out of your ass. Don't be stupid. And for now, that's what I had to say. Thanks for listening to another episode of I Had to Say It. If you liked what you heard, leave a review, give us a follow, give me some feedback. And if you didn't like what you heard, leave a review, give me a follow, give me some feedback. I'll try and fix it. Check us out on all the social media platforms at I Had to Say It podcast is the trigger for all that stuff for the search term. And if you want, check out the website, www.ihadtosayitpodcast.com. There's links to people that have been involved with the program things i've talked about there are some links available for some merch that we're working on and there are ways to contact us there as well and thanks for listening and i look forward to talking to you again soon